Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace. With your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Mentally Well Workplaces Online Workplace Mental Health Induction. This is Australia's first online mental health induction, which is designed to enhance awareness of mental health illnesses in the workplace and educate employees and employers of the impact not only to themselves, but their colleagues, the workplace and their careers. The mental health induction can be performed anywhere at any time on a mobile, a tablet or even a laptop device and it includes simple video, audio and content guides which ensures that every employee's learning style can be catered for. You can learn more about the workplace mental health induction as well as other similar accredited courses and programs at www.mentallywellworkplaces.com.au. Welcome, Tina. Welcome to our podcast. Morning, Pat. It's Men's Mental Health Week. I know. It's a good week, really, because there's been a lot of discussion around about the whole um, issue of men's mental health um, and men's health in general. So uh, I've learned a lot this week. It's been busy. We've been out and about. I think Monday we had the Mental Health Awards in, in Queensland here, which was great. Congratulations to Dan and Ed from Trademart for taking that out. Uh, we, we met some brilliant people and some companies here in Queensland doing all, all really doing the same great work. So yeah. there's sort of, there's a winner, yes, but everyone's a winner because all the work is, is really helping communities and, and cities and, and individuals across this great state. Yeah, no, I, the, my eyes were opened up actually when we were at the awards uh, event because there, there's so much good work out there. Um, that I hadn't even heard of. So yeah. just raising awareness that these people are out there championing the cause is yeah. brilliant. We met people who are looking after the farmers. We met people up from uh, helping out the miners, uh, other, other small businesses here in the cities, up and down the coast, all with a similar goal. Uh, there was a young gentleman, uh, Matt from Life Warriors, looking to get something into QUT to help students. Yeah. So proactive and uh, such a good sign to see. Yeah, and there was a, um, a group there that works with older Australians, so um, in aged care facilities and, right. and, and, and working with the elderly, which has got a high number of suicide, the highest number of suicide rates True. in the age bracket, which is often, well, it's just not talked about. Um, so yeah, their work was awesome. What a yeah. great bunch of guys. And the man with the pram guy, oh, like the, the um, a men's group for new fathers yeah. and, and all old fathers, but everyone in between. So. Yeah, I loved that. That was a really interesting concept. And that's a movement growing across Australia, which is cool. So, uh, and I think Tuesday we were in at uh, Blokopedia held an event, mates and mentors. Um, you got three sports stars, a surf world champion, an Origin hero, and a league. Uh, uh, player and also a hockey Olympian and all three of those guys spoke to a packed room uh, in the city uh, a bit of breakfast a bit of coffee and a good old chat about mental well-being and geez it was good like I think if there's a really a way to connect with with blokes about mental health get sports stars to open up yeah. because men listen and they come and, and there was there wasn't a spare seat and it was such a good event so well done to um, Josh from Blokopedia that was that's really well done yeah, that was really a real successful event yeah. for sure. And then we've been out on the trail talking to small businesses uh, just around Brisbane about uh, little tips and tricks just to support each other, look out for yourself in terms of mental health. And that's not just for men, of course, that's for everyone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. were at um, Black Rock on 
on Tuesday talking to the guys there about um, mental health in general, really, for um, the the work that they're doing this week around men's health. And I think they've got other speakers coming in as well to BlackRock to, to back that up, which was great. So yeah, really enjoyed that. Very proactive company with, with what they're doing there. And, and we're hearing more stories like that with similar businesses, not only yeah. in Queensland, but obviously across Australia. So Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. Now, the, the point of today's podcast is we've had a massive six weeks of podcasting here at CDC. It's been a, a lot of fun. We've had some great guests and we've learned a lot. Sometimes you don't really uh, reflect on things until you go back and just rehash over you know what you've learned and, and how it's impacted you. So uh, being that you've spoken on the majority of those, if not all, I thought I'd just ask you a few questions today about uh, what you learned from each guest over the last six weeks. So I hope you've been taking some notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so present when I talk to these people that it's all, it, it goes in my head and stays there. I, I, I absolutely love doing it. I learn so much. Yeah. And, um, it just reinforces to me that there are so many good people out there doing good things. Yeah, and we're very lucky to have them appear on our on our podcast. Yeah. That, uh, we're getting you know hundreds and hundreds of listens every week. It's fantastic, and we really appreciate them taking the time. So uh, let, let's go, let's go back to uh, let's start with Dino Hira. So oh. Dino was uh, on a very popular reality TV show, Maths. Yeah. Uh, he um, has since written a book called A Minor Who Wins Inner Peace. And he's a fascinating guy. He was, he was very gentle but a very sort of kind soul, mm. I think is the best way to explain oh, it. Oh, he was such a kind man. And, and he was so open to coming on too. Like we, we thought, um, oh, he's been on TV. He won't want to come on our podcast. But he loved, relished the opportunity. And uh, he, he spoke about it since. So what did, what was a few things you picked up from Dino's conversation? Yeah, well, the thing that stuck in my mind most about Dino was just what a gorgeous guy he really is. He's just got a, a huge heart and um, he really does view the world um, through kindness, which is was was resonant with what he was saying. Um, the thing that, that really struck me most about Dino is his desire to kind of spread the kindness around as much as possible, but in a very humble way. Um, he wasn't there, there was no element of this is all about me look at me it was it there was nothing nothing like that about Dino it was all about this is what I know I want to share it with you yeah and there was a couple of things that really stood out for me um with Dino and I have read his book um I read his book before I, I was part way through before the podcast and then I finished it not long after and it, it was a really interesting read um so what stood out for me with Dino was his use of visualization I really liked the way he described how he uses visualization and, and what the technique is um and how it's um kind of pushed him towards achieving the goals that he wants to achieve I, yeah. I really enjoyed the way he described that um, and gave examples of how it had worked for him. Um, he made me laugh a lot, actually. Uh, he really made me laugh when he talked about um, working in a secure prison, high security prison, um, and uh, and teaching meditation to <laughs> right. to yeah. the prisoners. And it was just, oh, he was just, he just made me laugh. That was but, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, meditating with one eye open. He did. He was, <laughs> and he was doing it. And I could see him on the camera. We obviously listening to the podcast. You wouldn't have been able to see it, but he was showing me how he was meditating with one <laughs> eye open, which was just cracking me up. Um, but what great work, mm. you know? And and he really does view everybody equally. Yeah. Um, and he really is the epitome of, of being non-judgmental, and I admire that in people. Yeah, I, I got that um, feeling. I, I love how he's combined 
uh, his, his couple of passions. So uh, what a lot of people wouldn't realise is he um, pretty much grew up in, in WA, uh, moved there quite young and, yeah. and sort of looked after himself. And, and he ended up in the mines, as, as he openly admits, you know, chasing a good salary yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. But what he's doing now is he's obviously his passion is around um, giving and meditation and, and staying humble and being well. And he's combined that with the mining aspect yeah. to help miners. And that book is is for miners. It's for everyone could take something out of it. But just the fact that he's sort of, you know, I think he still works a little bit in the mines. Oh, I yeah, believe. I think he does. He might yeah. be transitioning <clears throat> into other things, but he, he just sort of wants to help that industry. And that's an industry we've learned even this week still needs a lot of oh, help with, absolutely. with mental health. And, and we've had Michael Weston from WA talk about yeah. similar things. Oh, he and, was lovely as well. Yeah. Oh, he was just a really interesting guy wanting to share his story so that other people can um, understand, you know, what chronic stress is like and, yeah. and the impact of that. Uh, I really liked him. I could have talked to him for, for forever. But these people are so brave, you know. They, they go through these struggles and, and they um, thankfully come through and then they open up and then they want to help the people that they see going through those struggles. Yeah. So it's like a, a real cycle of giving and, uh, yeah, hats off. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Good yeah. result. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I loved Dino and he was very easy on the eye. I've got <laughs> to say, yeah, I was giving him a little look out the side of the camera. You did tell him that. I did, I did tell him that, but yeah. we cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started recording, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the next guest, uh, international uh, guest, Simon Blake. So the CEO of Mental Health First Aid England. So uh, a really big role. They're, they're a huge organization over there. Obviously, um, anyone who's listened to this podcast will know that Mental Health First Aid was born in Australia. It's now in over 20 or 25 countries across the world. But England especially, the UK, are driving it super hard. Probably, I would say, the hardest globally from what we can see in terms of awareness in workplaces, um, supporting uh, trainers and, and encouraging more trainers to come through. And, and the most important thing is lobbying uh, parliament for change. And that's a real big tick. But um, what did you learn from speaking to Simon? Oh, God, I really liked Simon. He, um, well, he looks good in pyjamas. He was in his first, PJs. Yeah, yeah. He was, because it was 6.30 in the morning for him, 3.30 in the afternoon for us when we recorded the podcast. He looks lovely in pyjamas, but, I, you know, I reckon he could probably look lovely in a sack. Um, <laughs> but he did take his pyjama top off and put a shirt on for his photograph, which really, that made me laugh too. Um, really easygoing guy. Yeah. Um, I, um, I think the thing I learned from Simon about him as a personality first, um, is that he genuinely cares. He's got a, a beautiful social conscience yep. and that spans across all marginalized groups. The works that, that he's done, um, in an LGBTIQ space, the work that he's done in sexual health space, um, well, he's had a, an, an order of, um, commendation from the queen yes. I and mean, he's just a re really remarkable man. Um, and now in the space with mental health, first aid England, what a fabulous spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had nothing really kind of prepared. It was just really off the cuff. It was a really easy conversation. Um, and they are absolutely 100% committed to the work that they're doing around um, recognising mental health on a par with physical health in workplaces. Yeah. Um, they've got fabulous connections with people in high places in uh, in England to, to push forward. Um, the thing that, that struck me, uh, I think, about Simon and his message was uh, I said to him at one point, when I'm talking about culture in the workplace um, and changing cultures to be inclusive of mental health problems amongst employees, I said, I'm not talking about a revolution. And he said, you should be. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that part. And yeah. I re- and I th- and I wanted to to whoop it up and say let's start a revolution. And, yeah. and, he, and he really revved me up and gave me lots of motivation yeah, around how that. How good is that? Oh, I just yeah, I really loved talking to him. I love the work that they're doing over there. Um, he was very complimentary about um, the fact that it's, this is a team effort for Mental Health First Aid England. He was very aware that Mental Health First Aid is a global organization that we all belong to um i really enjoyed that it was just a, a an awesome conversation and i love the work that they're doing over there yeah that wears your head at campaign um that that's amazing so they've obviously lobbied really hard with bauer media over there who've been um, a strong partner of theirs in delivering that message uh you know, late last year, uh, well over 250,000 signatures and parli- um, their politicians are talking about that in parliament. Yeah. And how good is that? Brilliant. The politicians are standing up and saying, we want mental health first aid to be mandatory in workplaces across the UK. I mean, that's just so good. And that's all Simon and the previous CEO, Poppy, who would yeah. start a little bit of that as well. Um, Poppy Jaman, I think I, I said, hopefully I said that correctly. And the people in those teams are driving that hard. So yeah. uh, well done. Uh, Simon, thank you for coming on. He was also very willing to come on as yeah. soon as we put the message out. Absolutely. And, um, and that we we're very grateful he, he spent that time with us. Yeah. 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 Another one I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, next, so uh, back about four weeks ago, Mitch Wallace. So Mitch started the Heart on Your Sleeve movement. So Mitch is uh, he's a young guy making big waves in terms of um, spreading the message for mental health. My impression of of Mitch is he is a part of the younger crew or the millennial crew who's very tech savvy, they're confident and they're not afraid to put themselves out there. But the other thing about Mitch is he's highly educated. Oh, yeah, clever guy. Yeah, people just think, oh, you know, he appeared on social media and, and, um, you know, use that to his – no, no, he's actually studied quite a lot in this area and he's been through some lived experience. Um, And now he's influencing, I think is a good word – I would say a lot of people, but millennials especially. Mm. Yeah, yeah. the thing that struck me about Mitch, apart from how blue his eyes were, <laughs> yeah. gosh, he's a good-looking fella. Um, <laughs> Three in a row. <laughs> I know, right? How lucky am I? Um, yeah, the thing that struck me about Mitch was his courage. So he's a really very courageous man, very courageous to come out. Um, when he initially put a video out on social media about his own struggles with mental health issues, um, took a huge amount of courage and and went viral. It went viral it and, and rightly so. Yeah. Um, so I think he's a very courageous man. Yeah. And I really do applaud that. Um, I enjoyed talking to him about um, how he'd moved into this kind of space and how it had turned his life around, really, yeah. and, and, and taken his life into a completely different direction. And I kind of felt, after talking to Mitch, that it was it was almost like a call-in for him. Yeah. Uh, I got that impression as well. Yeah, yeah. it's remarkable, really. And he'd been um, working for Microsoft and... You know, yeah, he, he he was living the life that a lot of people um, envy when they look at uh, other people on social media, and yet, you know, behind all of that was these struggles and and suffering, and 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 he took his experience of that, his ability to connect with people on social media, um, to create the Heart on My Sleeve movement, yeah. which is a, a phenomenal movement that's doing awesome work. Oh, he's doing some great work down there. Um, I mean, he's based out in New South Wales, but, you know, he's got some big movements going on globally. So, yeah. And just another good example of how um, 
social media and technology is being used the right way with the right message exactly to get, to get a, a strong message across so well done mitch um one of uh, a, a local up here in, in queensland for us josh kwambi so um we do a bit of work with josh he's the founder of blokeopedia He's, it's basically started as a blog site only about two two and a half years ago so josh is exceptionally humble i yeah, found like was- really humble guy and I felt like he found it quite liberating to talk through his story because he probably, um, you know, you talk about it in confidence with other men and stuff, but he was obviously putting out on a podcast, which yeah, is very brave. it is brave. And, you know, he's just a, a normal guy who tried to start a business as things often go when you start a business that didn't go to plan. Uh, he turned to, to alcohol as his way to get through and he had some personal things going on and from there, he sort of realized, well, I can keep drinking and drink my life away or I can fight back. And he set up this blog, which is um, now expanded into events across the country. Yeah, he gets the, uh, you know, the, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, the event we were at on Tuesday morning had sports stars. Amazing turnout. And uh, big things happening for, for Josh at Blackopedia. I'm, I'm really excited to see his journey. Uh, what did you learn from Josh? What stood out for you? So the first thing that struck me about Josh when I, I when I first met him before the podcast um, was recorded is it when you meet Josh it's like being with a friend he's such an easy guy to get along with uh, he's really interested in, in in the things that are going on around him and he's not not uh, not at all driven by just himself it's all about including other people um, a really nice guy, like a really good guy who really does care. Um, and you're right, I got the, I felt that kind of humbleness from him too. Um, and uh, I was really interested to hear him talk about the work that he'd done in um, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander space. I didn't realise that he'd got had that kind of um, career behind him. Um, and he again, he's got a, a, a social conscience, I think. And uh, I was really interested to hear him talk about his career in that kind of space. And then as he moved into experiencing some... Um, personal difficulties in his life with his business, um, losing his father very young and, and the impact of that. Um, and then talking honestly about how people around him were saying, you know, wind your neck in, Josh, you're drinking too much. Yeah. Don't Do you think this is a problem? Um, and he listened to them. Um, and uh, yeah, and then he's taken his experiences to um, establish Blokopedia, which is extremely successful. I mean, it's, he's done an awesome job at that. When I think of guys that you can talk about mental health with, like he's he just springs to my mind, yeah. like he's that guy, like a uh, really sort of unassuming guy, very easy to get along with, very welcoming, uh, very open with his story and uh doing amazing things yeah. and uh yeah we'll, we'll throw our support behind blackopedia because that is uh, we think his, his vision and what he's trying to do is amazing yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly and and his approach is you know i i just really like that kind of easy laid back approach that yeah. he's got um yeah so i i did enjoy talking to josh and he is a friend of cdc's now i mean we're kind of stalking him in his events now one of us is always there yeah, to rep, yeah. you know fly the flag and he's so. heavily active down in canberra up here in queensland and, and i'm dare i say he'll be more more places of that his vision expands his business yeah, expands so yeah um, oh and it was good to meet his mum as well amy and i met josh's mum when we oh, were yes. at the evening event um in uh, down in the valley so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his lovely wife so yeah beautiful man beautiful family definitely definitely yeah. 
Uh, okay, so um, that takes us on to Alan Sparks. So uh, Alan, for anyone that doesn't know, is a Deputy Mental Health Commissioner of New South Wales, one of the Deputy Mental Health Commissioners, um, ex, ex-policeman. Uh, was he a detective as well? Yeah, he had a, um, a, you know, a quite a turbulent, I guess, way, um, experience. Uh, not not all of it, but towards the end of his career, yeah. and it's, we go into a lot of detail about that in in the podcast. But what he talks about in terms of recovering from PTSD and and suicidal thoughts and and just being you know in that really down and out stage and how he's bounced back and what he does now is super impressive and and um, yeah, it was a, it was an amazing conversation. We we got a ton of good feedback about Alan's um, yeah. chat. Uh, he's got one of those voices that when he talks, you just listen oh, like no, he commands right. the room, he does. and um, in a nice way, yeah. not a bossy way, but certainly he's he just makes you sit up and, and listen to what he's got to say. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what what did you take away oh, from that? I nearly died. I was yeah. so excited. Yeah. To talk yeah. To Alan. <laughs> See, I I reached out to Alan um, to invite him on our podcast because I heard I, I, anyone that knows me knows I'm a massive massive fan of the Osher Ginsburg podcast I talk about it a lot um he has some just amazing um guests on there and I heard Al talking on Osher's podcast and was just blown away by his story and the way that he tells the story he is a phenomenal storyteller he is you listen Um, yeah he really is and so um yeah I reached out to Al to ask if he would come on to our podcast and again yeah no questions asked We, we set it all up and he really didn't disappoint so what stuck out, uh, stuck in my mind really after speaking to Al is how he takes his lived experience to inform the things that he does in his work now um, in the Mental Health Commission and in the, you know lots of other spaces. So he, he's working, he talked about the change room, talked about some other um, workshops and, and training that's out there and, and support that's out there for people um, and the work that he does with first responders. So using his experience to help new and um, first, new first responders and those that are already in the in the field to build protective factors around themselves to look after their mental health. I just wanted to talk to Alan all day. Um, <laughs> so the thing that stuck out for me was, I, I just, I, I mean, I really liked him. I was absolutely enamoured by the things that he had to say. But I, I thought that there was a there was a couple of really important elements to the podcast. One was how he described his chronic stress. Yes. Um, what the chronic stress how it manifested for him when his mental health was on the decline and and how his ability to now reflect back and and have a look at what was going on at that time for him to pick up on what some of the warning signs might have been and then share that with the with with, with everybody so yeah. that you know be be prepared because you could be in that situation too um i think his honesty as well about the time that he was actively suicidal and how it wasn't, you know, when, when somebody intervened and, and he was receiving care from clinicians and mental health services, how that wasn't the, the cure. Mm. You know, there's so much more that we have to do um, to become well again. I loved his openness and honesty about, you know, we, we can't look at these issues through rose-coloured glasses and just say, reach out, go and talk to somebody and everything will be fine. You know, he was very, very honest about that. He was very honest too about... Um, as he moved into along his recovery journey and started to become well again, how uh, events around him, which pretty much were out of his control, 
moved him back down the continuum to the point where he was unwell again, yeah. but he still kind of moved himself forward. Um, yeah, a remarkable man with a remarkable story. And, I, you know, everyone that comes on our podcast is a favourite. Yeah. But I learned more from Alan yeah. than any anybody else I've ever spoken to. Yeah, I know. I, I sort of spoke to you after we'd recorded and um, you seemed just very yeah. enlightened. and on, like, and it, it just reminds you that there's so always be learning in this space. Yeah. Like, and he's such a great example of at any one point in time when you think you're down and out, you know, if you can get through, there's that small flicker. If you can go towards that small flicker of light, like mm-hmm. things do get better. You can recover. You will recover with support and help yeah. and if you need um, medical assistance. But he, geez, he's, uh, yeah, he has such a great story. I know. Yeah. And the things that he's achieved, you know, he's, he's got bravery awards and um, he's sailed around the world with his family. That's right, um, yeah. I mean, it just he's an author as well. We didn't even touch on that. There no. were so many other things I could well, have spoken yeah. to Alan about. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, he he was – I learned so much from Alan. You know how was, when you, like, read a good book or you listen to a podcast, there's always, like, one thing you just sticks out – in your mind that you always just everyone's different with what they take away but for me towards the back end of that podcast he talked about four principles that he lives by the importance of sleep yeah and that's touched on in the podcast the importance of good nutrition and diet and the importance of using technology for good and not harm and for some reason that just stuck out yeah and uh the other day at the mental health awards that that was coming up in my mind when i was talking to someone else and i sort of rehashed on that in our conversation that the four things we need to do is you know focus on sleep nutrition diet and technology for good yeah and that that's all on him because that's something he lives by and he's extremely fit now like he does a lot of running and he's really fit for his age yeah yeah so um i think on his social media he's been playing rugby and stuff like that so uh, yeah, fascinating guy, Alan. So strongly recommend yeah. to listen to that. There was one other thing as well that, that you've reminded me of there that he talked about. And that was that when, because I asked him, because we know it's important to move um, and and uh, and get exercise to, to keep ourselves well. But I've talked about this on podcast before, about how hard it is to do that when we're not well. And so I asked him, how did he get the motivation? And he said that there he worked with a PT who would co- would ring him if he didn't go to the gym and so she kind of made him accountable and but he also when he talked about her he talked about the fact that he thought that she genuinely cared yeah and so I guess if there's anything else that I want to kind of add to the takeaways from Al's podcast is you might be the one person in somebody's life that je- that, that that demonstrates kindness to another person mm. um and you can you can uh, impact on somebody's life greatly by that, being kind that can be that flicker of light for that person yeah. that just keeps them going yeah. yeah he said she genuinely cared yeah and he might not have even expressed that to her at the time because of the way he was the state he was, he was feeling, in yeah but that resonated with him and that's yeah. important yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, good, great podcast worth a listen, yeah. as they all are. And uh, more recently, Catherine Newton. So yeah. the new CEO of Are You OK? She's not new to Are You OK? Yeah. But she is the recently appointed CEO and uh, amazing woman. She's from uh, your home she, country, she the is. UK. She's an Essex girl. Essex yeah. girl. And um, oh, I just got like, when I was listening to it, I just felt like, Jesus, woman cares. Like she just would put anyone else above herself. Um, to make sure that they're well. That's the impression I got yeah. from her. So uh, how about you? What what was things you took away? Yeah, no, you're spot on. She was, um, she was infectious, Catherine. She really was infectious to talk to. Um, 
Yeah, she'd been with Are You Okay for 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 you know for a while there. I think she was the campaign manager or something like that. She had a really good role there. Um, at the end of the podcast, I think I said to her, "I can see why you were appointed CEO because you know what a fabulous ambassador for Are You Okay." Um, and I stand by that. She was um, really enthusiastic about her work. She um, she talked about how Are You Okay was established and how they're carrying on, um, you know, carrying the torch from the original. Um, from when Are You Okay was originally established. Um, but also, I, I was really interested to hear about how they use their evaluation to inform uh, the work that they do at Are You Okay, because there is a misconception that Are You Okay is just about one day a year, and it isn't. It isn't about one day a year at all. They, got, they do far more than that. And so how they use evaluation to inform themes of... Um, of, of are you okay and provide resources to people I and mean, I looked at the website before the podcast um, just to familiarize myself with what you know where they're at at the moment and there's heaps of resources that they have put together for um, all sorts of different areas and communities uh, which, and, and it's really excellent resources that they've got there um, and I liked as well about how she talked about are you okay not being the only question you know, it's, it's saying, are you okay, is not enough, that we need to be able to follow that up um, to provide support to people. And how it's not about, the are you okay isn't... Um, it's not just one day, is it? No, it's, and it's not focused on the individual that's not well or not doing well. It's actually focused on the people around them. Yes. And so that message was, was really good. I liked that too. Yeah, she talked about some conversation starter steps and how they've engaged the community, but how that community feedback then shapes yes. the, the behavioural change that they're trying to get across. Yeah. Uh, extremely passionate woman. If other organisations here in Australia have CEOs as worthy as Catherine, yeah. then uh, the, the land is in good shape because, um, yeah, it's amazing. It's great to hear the passion come out of her for her role and what yeah. she does and love yeah. what she does. Fabulous woman, fabulous mm. leader, yeah. um, doing awesome work, um, as are the, the – the, it's a small team as well, are yeah. you okay? It's only a team of eight. Uh, I was quite surprised about that because uh, it's very far-reaching. Definitely, so, yeah, awesome. and they've got the ambassadors, obviously, and, and at work. Um, but that's that's just not like a one-day-a-year thing. Yeah. That's a continual it's, thing. They're on it all the time. It needs to be now, I think. So, But uh, well done. I mean, that, that was a really big six weeks of podcasting, yeah, right? Yeah, it was huge, yeah. hey? So we've um, had some amazing people on. We'll, we'll be keeping, obviously, great guests coming through. We've got a few more um, topics to talk about just as our team in here over the next few weeks. Um, always looking for, for great new guests to talk about anything to do with careers and, and mental health and anything in between. So, yeah. um, But uh, I hope the audience, if you're listening, I hope you've learned a lot over the last uh, however many weeks you've been listening with us. Uh, it's been some huge points to take away and and some of those i go back and listen to two or three times so me good. too yeah i do that yeah, yeah. you I, just I, pick uh, up yeah. something different each time yeah because sometimes i think i'm sure so and so talked about that you know when, when we're having conversations with businesses that we go out to and i think oh, i'm sure so and so talked about that i might go back and listen to mm. it yeah and sometimes we use some of the the stats or data or, or information they give us and when we present to other people and we, we sort of reference them and say this is what they talked about and yeah it's just ever growing it's yeah, yeah yeah and it's a, a, and i love 
being in a position where we can promote other businesses um, and promote other people and the work that they're doing. You know, we're not in competition with each other. There's plenty of space for all of us in the mental health field. Absolutely. Um, and if Blokeopedia is the right pl- person to provide workshops in your workplace, then Blokeopedia we will recommend, you know, or, or whoever it might yeah. be. You know, we're promoting these, these other businesses because we're all in it together. Yeah, just as we do other podcasts. You know, Trademart have got a brand new podcast out, which is That's a fantastic right. chat. Uh, their conversation with Mick is fantastic. Oh, it's, that's worth and, a listen. And uh, Josh has, has got one going as well and, and they're only going to keep going. So uh, there's enough room for everyone in this space that's and we right. love sharing the stories. So uh, if you've got one, reach out to us. We'll yeah. have a chat. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple of people in the pipeline that I'm um, trying to tee up some time with for, for our podcast. So watch this space. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you, Tina. I hope that's been, everyone's found that uh, an eye-opener in terms of the things we've taken away, hopefully you've taken away and uh, we look forward to... Uh, being back in the uh, in your earbud soon. Yeah, thanks, Pat. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed, please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review. For more information, visit careerdevelopmentcentre.com.au.